You've just found the most downloaded fitness, health and entertainment podcast. That's mind pumps in true. I know, why are you doing that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> um, hi everyone, welcome back. This is our second podcast. Uh, we made millions off of the first one already. Uh, 12 pence, I think. I was thinking of going down to the shop, getting a uh, 10p gummy snake, and then a 2 pence cola bowl. <laughs> welcome to the least listened to podcast. <laughs> I think as stands, there's like 16 streams, which is pretty good, I think, for yeah, the first well, one. Do you know what? You start with the first one, don't you? The first one's going to be rubbish. Hopefully the second one will be a bit better than that. <laughs> Less rubbish. By the time we get to 120, we'll be awesome. Perfect. You've got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so I've been having a chat with some of the members in the studio, and someone said they want to hear some myths being busted. So we've got a little list of different subjects we'd like to talk about, and just clear the air on some stuff. Myths. People keep saying I'm 58, it's just not true, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> no, no one says <laughs> That's that. That's a myth. The Everyone thinks I'm here, yeah, 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 all right. All young right. lad said you're in your 30s the other day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, right, so without further ado, we'll get started with our first myth. Come on, mate, what's first? The first myth is... What are you going to do? The myth is crunches are the best way to get a six-pack. They are, aren't they? No, they're not. Oh, right. Really? Not surprisingly. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so the fact is, while crunches, they can strengthen your abs, they won't give you a six-pack. It's a combination of regular resistance training and getting your body fat down low. Because everyone's got abs. If you get your body fat down below, was it 10% for, for men? men? yeah. 12%, 12% for... Well, no, about 20 for women. 20 for women. Yeah. yeah, so getting your body fat down low to be able to see your abdominal muscles. So crunches won't do anything. They'll get you stronger, but they won't get your abs out. I mean, that is a big myth. And there's uh, the saying I have in the studio is, you know, there's numerous books out there on how to get a six-pack and you listen to pod, a podcast and how to get a six-pack. Um, so much information how to get six pack but truly it's, it's two things it's low body fat and thicken the muscle up yeah so uh, let's start with thickening the muscle up so initially uh, what you want to be looking at you've got to treat the abdominal muscles like any other muscle you, you know planks are great for core stability but they don't really build abs so I think you should you should uh, treat your abs like any other muscle so if we want to build a big chest then we push heavy weights we do preferably bench press with a with heavy weight, progressive overload. Uh, we should do the exact same with the abs. So we would need to be adding some weight on there to actually thicken the abdominal muscles up. So to give you an idea of like an exercise I would like for that is kneeling cable crunch. That's my favourite. That's yeah. by far the best one because you can just load up the weight on that. If you've got good technique, that kills. But most ab exercises you can't put weight on really. because And that's why it's good because you can add good, the yeah. weight and that thickens the muscles up. So... Abs, thicken the muscles up so the muscles show through. So for example, an average person, let's talk about guys might need, obviously females is a bit more complex with body fat, but guys, um, say under under 10% body fat for your abs to show through. Someone like me personally, that I've been training abs for a long time and my abs are quite thick, I can have a body fat of 15% and still have my abs show through so, because yeah. I've thickened the muscles up. So the bigger the muscles are, they the show less through. body fat you'll have to exactly. do to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so yeah, thicken the muscles up. So uh, we love kneeling cable crunches. That's a great exercise. And the P word. Yeah. Pal off press. Pal off press. There's some, you know, obviously the exercise where you can add some weight to it. And then the low body fat side. Yeah, you need to bring the body fat down. So if you increase the muscle mass in the abs, 
uh, reduce the body fat, then they start to show through. I've got a fact for you. Do you know there's more millionaires in the US than there are people with abdominals on show? <laughs> That's not good, is it? More millionaires in the US than people that have abs on show. That's mad. That's mad, isn't it? So getting abs is extremely hard, guys. It's not easy. It's very hard. Uh, so it's easier to make a million than it is. It is to get abs. more millionaires in the US than there are people with abs on show. Uh-huh. That's crazy. So yeah, abdominals. Yeah, you can do as many sit-ups as you want. If you've got fat on your belly, they're not going to show through. No. Uh, but if you reduce the you body get a stronger fat, core, you'll, you'll get stronger. Oh, 100%. But if you actually want the aesthetics of the ab muscles, you need to thicken them and lose weight. Yeah. So that's it. Two things: lower the body fat, increase the the thickness of the abdominal muscles, so they show through. Uh, and there you are, job done really. So it's not that complicated after all. Cool. The second myth we're going to talk about is sweating a lot means you're burning more calories. <laughs> just Some people sweat just standing there, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're not burning many calories just standing there sweating. No, I don't think they are. No. So the, the truth is sweat is your body's way of cooling down. So sweat is coming out of your skin. It doesn't directly correlate to the number of calories you burn. So while workouts can make you sweat more, it's the intensity and the duration of exercise that determines calorie burn. For example, I can sit in a sauna and stay absolutely still and sweat my ass off, or I can do an intense workout and sweat exactly the same. I'm burning more calories in the latter. Whoa, there you go. So yeah. Yeah, so again, you can equate that to exercise. As we say, we want to get our members looking the best they can with a minimal amount of work possible. Now, some people think they've got to thrash the shit out of themselves to actually lose weight and look good. That's just not true. You can thrash yourself and sweat as much as you want. Uh, But if your diet's not right, you're not going to get the transformation you're looking for. So, you you know, beating yourself up and sweating loads doesn't equate to getting, uh, creating the body you're looking for as such. Uh, if your diet's yeah. not on par with that as well. Also, I've got a fact for you. Um, do you know that, that basically, how do we lose fat? Where does the fat go? Well, we don't sweat it out. You've just said that. So when we burn when we calories. lose weight, yeah, we burn calories. And we're not sweating those calories out. That's not how the body works. So what are we doing? We're actually breathing the calories out. So you, you, you're breathing fat out as well, carbon yeah. dioxide. That's why your breath smells so much, mate. Oh, You're constantly breathing damn. out fat. <laughs> so what's, what's carbon dioxide? So you're actually breathing out um, carbon dioxide, and that's how we lose weight. It's through the breath. Yeah, so obviously, when a calorie is used up and it's burned for energy, that waste product exactly. is carbon dioxide. You're wa- breathing that out. You're exactly right, mate. So that's uh, that's something a lot of people so, don't so know. So you're breathing your weight loss on people. Yeah, you're breathing out fat. <laughs> Cough up a fat ball. <laughs> Mind you, if we'd done that, Leo would eat it, wouldn't he? Leo's our dog, by the way. Yeah, Leo's just not really impressed. He perspires by by panting, don't you, buddy? He absolutely stinks. He's a bit, he's it, a bit... it takes like a day for him to just reek. We take him to the groomers and he smells nice for about 46 minutes, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he stinks like dog again. He goes out in the garden, wriggles around on the grass, comes in, farts on me. And he's laying there just being abused and he's none the wiser. He's fast asleep. Yeah. So, yeah... um, yeah, as we're saying, sweating. Um, doesn't sweating, mean, yeah, does not. Mean and and again, some people can do exactly the same same amount of work and sweat more than others. Yeah, uh, exactly. we sweat in different places. Some people sweat from their armpits. Some people sweat from their well, back. Some of our clients have been had steamy heads before. Steamy heads, they? yeah, actually steaming from the heads. So 
yeah, I think it's different for everybody else, but sweat is a way of just cooling the body. As Darren said earlier, we're, we're just trying to, with our members, get them to do as less work as possible to get the most from it. You don't have to go nuts and sweat to make progress, and it will time with a fact we're going to give later on, but the more muscle you have, if you're training correctly, you're going to burn more fat anyway. Yeah, just naturally, uh, muscle burns a lot, of, uh, a lot of calories, so the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. But... Um, yeah, sweating, I don't, I've never thought of, I, I suppose people do think of sweating as being if they're having a hard workout. It's an indication that you're yeah, working I suppose hard, they, yeah. yeah I suppose, but I've never thought of like that. It's like DOMS. DOMS doesn't mean you're, you're, you've got gains. No, it doesn't. It's just a byproduct again. It, yeah. it, it's lactic acid buildup in your muscles. Yeah. It DOMS, doesn't mean you're getting a good workout. DOMS, I say, is more of doing something you haven't done before. Yes. Than having a good workout. And you don't, another thing, this is, we can add this as a myth as such, you don't, need doms to show you've had a good workout no you can have a fantastic workout and get no doms and still be in a great place so getting uh, aching after workout doesn't show that you've had a good workout to an extent Um, it just shows that you've done something you haven't done before yes so the example I use is I've been uh, doing uh, weight training resistance training for 10 years I do it I ache a little bit but not a lot but if I was to go rock climbing, oh, I would oh, ache yeah. like mad because I haven't been rock climbing mm. for years. Um, that would give me DOMS because it's doing something you haven't done before. Um, rather than, And I, I think you do get DOMS while resistance training because obviously what if it's a good program, that program will be progressive in nature. Yes. So if you're progressing and adding heavier weight, you are doing something you haven't done before continually. Mm-hmm. So you'll always get a little ache as such. But as your body adapts, it does get easier. But it shouldn't be overly bad. If, if DOMS is overly bad, because you're tearing your muscles apart, and if it, to get gains, you don't need to go to DOMS, the level of DOMS. No. You can train and feel absolutely fine next day. You might have a bit of warmth, but you don't feel like you haven't had a good workout. You have. You don't have to be aching to know you've had a good workout. The, the, the truth is, when I see people that you know are training to get a massive sweat on, and training to get dom so they don't ache, they're not doing it well enough, you know, no pain, no gain. You question their goals, don't you? Well, I, I think a lot of it's just mental health issue. They're just punishing themselves for something else. Yeah. You know, we some people punish themselves by eating food, whatever it is, let's not get into that. So that's another conversation. That's from last, from last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people try and punish themselves with exercise for something they think they've done wrong or for whatever reason. They want to punish themselves. They want to sweat. They want to ache and they want to burn. But the truth is, you haven't got to do that to get the body that you dream of. No, exactly. Um, As you said last time, it's about consistency. And I've seen a woman, I've, I've done a boot camp with a woman before, and she's actually brought herself to throwing up. And I said to her, don't be here, bro. You've not got to do this. Whatever you do, do it consistently. Don't go nuts. Just make sure you do it all the time. But, but people w- are different, aren't they? Would I be right, and you know, stereotypically, would I be right in saying... She was a kind of woman that was extremely overweight and wanted to. She'd been overeating for ten years and then wanted to lose all that weight in three weeks. Would that? Would I be right? Yep. Yeah. Twenty-four years of body abuse and it wants to be dropped off in a month. Yeah. So generally, people what they do is they 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 stop eating. Going back to the sweat thing, they want to be sweating loads. They want doms. They want all these things because they're trying to punish themselves for the abuse they've given the body over the last ten years. Um, and they want to do it, but the trouble is it doesn't work. Nope. They'll do that for a week, two weeks, and then they'll have killed themselves and they'll give up and just go back to what they were doing before. Yeah. Slow and methodical 
uh, is much better with good programming and good knowledge and what you're trying to achieve. It's just reinventing your ideology of the world because we are in a time now where everything is instant. Your food's delivered instantly. You can send messages to people instantly. Everything in the world is for efficiency. But when it comes to weight loss, that's not efficiency. It takes time. It takes. It's hard. It's not easy. It's one of the most difficult sports there are to weight train and change your physique. But in, in this world where people are just think everything's going to happen straight away, and it doesn't. There is no easy fix to weight loss. There's, there's obviously supplements and things you can take. But my big issue with that is you're not learning anything. No. You know, we teach our members about diet. So when they lose the weight, they keep it off. They know what to do for the future. If you're taking a fat loss drug or you're doing anything else similar, um, you're not learning anything. You're not learning about diet. And the no. key is to learn about diet. Know the effect food has on the body. So we prefer to teach people rather than you know, get them to believe there's a fat loss pill that, that, that they don't work. They simply don't work. No. So, right. yeah, you won't, you won't sweat out. <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but start off with the myth of sweating. Yeah. Um, we've gone on from there. Okay, well, the next myth we're going to talk about is carbs are bad for you. Mmm, carbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, the truth with carbs being bad for you is they're not bad for you at all. So as long as you do not overindulge them, there's nothing inherently harmful about carbohydrates. Well, do you know what? For, for decades, fat was the enemy, weren't it? Even now, yeah. you know, our government told us fat was bad. Don't eat fat. Fat's bad. Fat's bad. And um, now fats are good. Fats are, know, fats are great now. But the new scapegoat is carbohydrates. Yeah. So now we've gone fats are bad to fats are good. And now carbohydrates are bad. What do I think? Well, I think it's all nonsense. Um, carbs are not bad. I mean, it seems popular at the minute that, you know, the foods that affect the glycemic index, um, trendy, you know, the insulin, what raises your insulin and things like that. There's something behind that, but it's complex and not needed. And every study I've read on uh, low carbs... It proves nothing. They're just not... gritty isn't it? They're not bad for you at all. So there's nothing wrong with carbs. There's nothing wrong with fats. Uh, and obviously protein is the king. So if we look at macronutrients, I would say protein is the king. Fats are important. So proteins and, and um, fats are both essential. If you don't eat fat, you die. If you don't eat protein, you die. If you don't eat carbohydrates, you're fine. So they're not essential. Yeah. You don't need them. But you can have them. If It, it can be helpful. If it, if it helps you eat healthier, then keep eating them. But if cutting carbs out and not having them at all, it makes you feel worse, or you can't stick with a diet, you should consider other options. But you shouldn't replace carbs with anything else. Carbs are fine. No, and, and I say every study done where they've, they've used carbs for, for a fat loss diet and they've adjusted the fat, they, they all come out identical. Yeah. So... Um, Drop of the carbs. Obviously, it was very trendy to have a ketogenic diet, a high-fat diet with low carbs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Would it work? Well, yeah, of course it worked because you are adapting your diet. You're changing the way you eat. You're, you're dropping. On, mostly the carbs you're dropping are highly processed carbs. Yes. Things that are not particularly good for you. Um, so, you know, a ketogenic diet, yeah, 100%. If I had a medical condition of some of certain kind, I would... Uh, go on a, a ketogenic diet but generally for for fat loss 
good luck. It's hard. Mm. You know, you think you can't even eat grapes or blueberries or, or fruit. You can't eat fruit in a kitchen. Which is not diet, natural. Which really. is not, it's, no, natural it's not normal. These things are really good for you. No. Um, the, uh, you know, so there's nothing wrong with carbohydrates and they're obviously carbohydrates are good for fueling your workout oh yeah so if you want a good workout you can, yeah you can fuel, it, fuel that with quick energy from the carbohydrates mm-hmm. um, I do I do go low carbohydrate as part of of a diet but I use it as a tool in the toolbox so what yeah this is I, in, in like intense yeah it's, it's, it's it? if yeah. you want to get really really lean hmm. um, I believe in in Starting with a calorie deficit, you know, no one can argue the fact that calorie deficit is where we lose weight. And then we need to bring tools out of the toolbox as we as we progress through that diet. And for the last two or three weeks, dropping the carbs could be an adaption. So you're yes. forcing your body into ketosis. But because you've been dieting for so long, it's, it's another little trick to get you burning more fat. So I drop the carbs for that. Other than that, there's nothing wrong with carbs. No. Then, then the, the, you know, the, people keep saying carbs are bad. No, carbs are not bad. Ultra processed carbs are bad. Yes, but general carbs, um, nothing wrong with them at all. So rice tends to have more calories in. So if you are going to have a meal and you want to have more on your plate with less calories, then carb, yeah, you can lower your carbs. But generally, it's fine. I mean, if the most nutritious thing you're having in the day is a pasta salad, mm. keep having your pasta salad because you're still getting your nutrients in your salad. Don't yeah. just drop your, your pasta. If you if that's if you feel having that and it's keeping you having a healthy broad diet, keep having carbs. Don't drop them out. Yeah, generally carbohydrates are absolutely fine. Stay away from ultra processed carbs, so like your know, biscuits and nasty things like that. Um, but general rice, you know, pasta, potatoes. Potatoes are great for satiety, keep you full up. Um, and then you know vegetables, fruit, uh, all carbohydrates, all really good for you. Have lots of. Uh, antioxidants in them and um, micronutrients that are good for you uh, but yeah don't be scared of eating carbs there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with carbs and every study that's come out on fat loss actually reducing your body weight or fat loss um, manipulating carbs they're all exactly the same it doesn't matter they all rely on a calorie deficit end of so you eat what you what you prefer because, yeah. you know, if you want to lose weight on a diet, you've got to do something you enjoy doing. If you don't enjoy doing it, then you're not going to do it. It's as simple as that. You can't sustain it. So as Cade said, if you love pasta, which, you know, some people do like pasta, but whatever that carbohydrate is, if you enjoy it and it keeps you on your diet, then keep eating it. It's not going to make you fat. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to be fine. Cool. Next topic, fats are bad for you, which is great after the carbs one. Uh, fats are good for you. They're hold on, hold on. Eat fat, get fat, isn't it? Oh yeah, eat fat, get fat. Yeah, no, that's it. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's a complete lie. Uh, fats are actually good for you. So we've got right here is omega three and omega six fatty acids, which are which are good for you. It's a saturated fat, which is the bad type of fat, which is a driver for cardiovascular disease. So basically, the only fat I would you know would definitely stay away from is trans fats, hydrogenated fat. It's man-made, really isn't good for you. But other than that, look at the different fats. It's complex. It really is complex. Um, but the, again, no studies show that a low-fat diet is any good than you know a, a high-fat diet, high-calorie diet. They all yeah. come back to. I mean, protein should be higher during a diet. You always need to keep your protein high. Really, it's good. But generally. 
given the same uh, the, the, the the same calorie deficit, manipulating carbs and fats with exactly the same calorie deficit equates to the same thing. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's fat, carbohydrates, whatever. But going back to what I said when we spoke about carbs, is fats are essential though. If you don't eat fat, you die. Yeah, you they do are essential. So you need fats in your diet. Um, so under eating them is, 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 is not good for you. So a low fat diet won't make you lose weight. You need your omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. Saturated fat won't give you a heart attack, but you should try and limit it as much as possible. Yeah, I think it's like anything. <laughs> the, the big word we use all the time is balance, isn't it? And it's such a word we use too much, I, I suppose. But it is balanced with your fats. Um, yeah, again, hydrogenated trans fat, not good. I think I don't know, it was banned in America. I'm not sure if it's any food products in this country anymore. And I need to look that up, to be honest. Uh, totally honest, I'm not quite sure. But I know it's not good for you. Um, but general fat, I would stay away from vegetable oil. Vegetable oil is highly processed again. So I'm not a big lover of vegetable oil. Um, but generally, fat's not bad. Uh, people yeah. are thinking, what should they cook with? You're going to get that question straight away. I'm going to answer that for you. What should you cook with? Well, coconut uh, oil is absolutely fine. Um, butter is okay. Uh, we use uh, a brand Ker- name. Kerrygold. Kerrygold. I'll give you a brand. We use Kerrygold. Which Bloody to taste that. It's gorgeous. It? Cool. It's from gra- grass-fed cows. Yeah. So it's delicious. Salted. And, and, the, and the top one, olive oil. You know, olive oil is not actually... It's good for you. Yeah. You know, it's actually good for you. It has a positive olive effect on the body. Olive oil in a dark-coloured bottle. Dark, yeah, that's another good point. Yeah. It's got to be in a dark coloured bottle. You don't want to leave your olive oil by the sun or anything like that. It can deteriorate and, and go off basically very quickly. So it should be in a dark glass bottle. But olive oil is it's good for you. So I use that cooking. It's amazing. I use it every day. And I have a local company which I buy mine off. And it's brilliant. And going back to what you said about America, uh, in 2020, uh, food manufacturers would no longer be allowed to sell foods containing partially hydrogenated oil. Yeah. So it was banned. Yeah. Hydrogenated fats have been... You know, I, th- I thought they'd been banned in America. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is it? In, what, is that in this country or the US? Uh, I looked in the, U- in the US. I need, I need to look in the UK because I'm not UK. quite sure. I've been totally honest. The ban on trans sure. fats exists in Denmark, Switzerland, Austria. Uh, UK ban has not been met. I didn't think it had. Yeah, That's why I'm not sure because I didn't think it had. So anything with hydrogenated fat, which is a man-made fat, is really... Now, we know that. The studies have shown that's not good for you. But you get them in highly processed foods. Um, I think to give you an example, again, I'm not hundred percent sure in this. This is I, I, obviously I've I, I researched so much, um, but I believe think of it as being in the cream in bourbons, bourbon biscuits. Oh, I think it's used in the cream in that. So think gross. of it in in the cream fillers of really ultra processed foods. So stay away from that. Um, so for cooking, coconut oil, olive oil, and butter, absolutely fantastic. Um, but no, the, the truth is, if it comes to fat loss, now again, as we said with carbs, you balance that to how you prefer. I'll use myself an example because at one point I was tracking all my macronutrients and I found that I was eating um, more fats than carbohydrates. So I set myself a, uh, I think it was a, what did I do? It was a 40 carb, 40 protein, uh, 20 fat. Now, I found that I was eating, for example, 30, 30% carbohydrate and 30% fat. So, simply, I was eating more fat than carbohydrates. Did I freak out 
and change all my food up. No, I didn't. I just changed my macros in the app because I prefer to eat more fat. I naturally eat more fat than carbohydrates. Which you do. It works for me. So I'm happier eating like that. So rather than change my diet to match my macros, I change my macros to match my diet because it doesn't matter. And I still lose weight or lose body fat as such. So yeah, as long as you're calorie deficit, you will lose weight. And again, if you prefer eating fats, then eat fats. If you're it's just a balance again. It's a balance. And if you're staying away from ultra processed foods again, and you're eating good fats, I mean like butter, we you know, we love I love butter, I enjoy it. Olive oil, we cook most things with olive oil. We have got coconut oil, we don't use it as much. Um, but as long as they're good quality fats, it's not a problem at all. And in fact they are essential. Awesome. There we go, we cleared that one up. Right, our next myth is red meat is bad for you, which you do hear quite a bit. But again, it's it's not bad for you, but it is depends what kind of compound we're talking about. So uh, polyaromatic hydrocarbons, which are found in smoked meats. So we're talking about bacon, sausages, hot dogs. Processed ham, meats. Processed, oh, yeah, processed meats. Processed meats. It can damage the genome, basically the first step to causing cancer. So... Basically, stay away from processed meats. Uh, but if ch- meats that have been charred during cooking can pose a greater risk of cancer. That's right. So don't burn your meat. But don't if you burn, burn your meat. meat that yeah. can increase the chances it of cancer. Cr- it can make it bad. But again, this is all—it's all blown out of proportion. It's all media hype again. And there's a big push for you know veganism at the moment, isn't there? Saying meat is bad, and the vegans want to push that. You know, meat is the most nutritious thing on the planet. It's very we know nutritious. That is a fact. And very nutritious. There's nothing wrong with you know a vegan diet. If you want to be a vegan, then go ahead and do it's hard. so. It's hard but it's to, hard. You it's really hard have to, to research and know what you're doing. Yeah. And then we've dealt with people that come in and tell us they're vegetarians, but they don't eat vegetables. Uh, they're falling back on. Pasta they've gone back on yeah on brown the, foods again. Good. But meat is very very nutritious. Nothing absolute statements on it. Is wrong, you know, you can't just say, because what they're trying to say is meat causes cancer. It's much more complex than that. Meat exactly. doesn't just You've cause cancer. Look into it, but the truth is, uh, fears about red meat causing cancer, they're just very broad. It's just that it's the types of red meat that have associations with cancer. So smoked, highly processed meat is not good. Eating a balanced diet, rich in whole foods, staying at a healthy weight, exercising and just trying not to smoke... It's more important than micromanaging your red meat. Yeah. I mean, again, you can have a vegan that's anti-eating meat and all the rest, but they smoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and by dropping meat, they've lost the most nutritious yeah, thing in their diet. they're smoking while they're vegan. Or, okay, they're a vegan, so they're smoking marijuana, obviously. They're, they're smoking the hemp. Um, which, um, you know, if they are smoking cigarettes, then that's... Obviously, worse for cancer than not eating meat. So, yeah, but it's balanced. It's, it's, it's balanced it's again. It's a word with the B word. Yeah, if you're eating. Balance. Uh, but what we do know, this, this this gets right. There is plenty of research out there, as Kay just said, on on processed meats. You do want to limit processed meats, um, bacon, you know, sausages. Those um, little pers- frankfurters. Yeah, the all the um, all the cured meats are really not mm. good. A lot of the cured meats are not good for you. Uh, so yeah, reduce them again. Eat a small amount isn't going to be bad. What is it? What is it? We have tapas, like the tapas little, yeah. little bit of cured meats, and doing every now and then. Every now and then's fine, but if you live off of that, yeah. If, if, you're, eat, if you're eating uh, those kind of foods all the time, 
But if you moderate your red, red meat intake, it's absolutely fine. And also, I, I think what I think there's definitely a study, if not more, have shown that if you eat vegetables with your meats, it reduces the chances of cancer from the meat. Yeah. They actually combine. So yeah. if you have vegetables with it, it can actually... So it's colon cancer, isn't it? It can what stop we're talking that. About. Yeah, because if you have fiber, a lot of fiber from the veg, yeah. then you're, you're helping the digestion of the red meat. So actually, red meat's effect on cancer is nothing to worry about. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I think the the information out in causing cancer is just... It's exaggerated again. It's media hype. They taste it. I was having this conversation the other day, and I just mentioned this. It's so easy to be pro-cancer or negative cancer. So... Um, you know, something causes cancer and something reduces the chances of cancer. Uh, how this come out is creatine monohydrate has just, um, I think that there's a study come out on it. It's got to be verified yet to an extent, but the study shows that consuming creatine monohydrate, which we're a great lover of, mm. uh, can actually reduce the chances of getting cancer. So if you take creatine monohydrate, it reduces the chance of you getting cancer, which is fantastic. But I was thinking, just the statements are simple in nature. We can say, yes, it's, it's anti-cancer, which is fantastic. But then drinking alcohol can cause cancer. And yes, it can. It's not good for you. But it's so easy, isn't it, to get into that doesn't cause cancer, does cause cancer. It's very so, black and white. Yeah. Isn't it? That's um, a problem. Everything can, bad for you. can help fight against cancer or cause cancer. Everything. Yeah. You can literally say, that's good for cancer. That isn't. That isn't. Mm. But again, it's, it's easy to pick one thing. Alcohol causes cancer. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does. It can. But in moderation, it's fine. But if you knock someone drinking alcohol, again, oh, you shouldn't drink alcohol, and they're smoking again. Um, you know, we've got to look at the variables and what do we want to do? We want to keep everything in moderation. Exactly. A little bit of alcohol is fine. Yeah. You know, smoking a spliff every now and then is fine. You'll be okay. Yeah. Eating, it, having a tapas every now and then with a glass of wine yeah. is fine. Exactly. But if you're living on processed foods every day, or processed meat, sorry, every day, then yes, you're increasing your chances yeah, of getting yeah. cancer. Mm. Um, and the same with red meats. You know, is eating red meat bad for you? No, it isn't. Can it cause cancer? It can. Yeah. If you're eating a whole cow a day, if possibly. you're eating enough of it. Yeah, yeah. if you're eating yeah, a whole cow a day, you. then you might get cancer. Like, but who eats an old cow a day? Oh, there's mercury in fish. You shouldn't eat fish. What, yeah. How much fish are you eating in a day? Exactly right. You know, <laughs> if, you eat, if you consume a massive amount of fish, and you might get salmon extra, after salmon you might get salmon, mercury. Then, yeah. So, again, you've got to look at these things, and you've got to be... You mustn't listen to the media, obviously. The media is all extremes of everything. And I do. I have been seeing that with cancer. Anti-cancer, pro-cancer. Anti-cancer, pro-cancer. Everything's anti-cancer or pro-cancer. Mm. I think it's great that creatine monohydrate, if you take it, it's a great supplement, can be anti-cancer. Um, same as mushrooms. You know, yeah. mushrooms are highly oh, anti-cancer. Chaga mushrooms are amazing. It's got to be its own podcast at some point. Yeah, mushrooms. That mushrooms will talk about that. It's one yeah. of our, one of our yeah. favourite things. But, you know, if you consume mushrooms, that's definitely anti-cancer. Really much so. Um, but I think you, 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 you can't go down these roads as, as reading something saying red meat is bad for you and it causes cancer and dropping all your red meat. Yeah. Then, then okay, so we've got someone that eats red meat and they, they, they read something saying that red meats are bad for they called cancer, so they become vegan. 
They go on a vegan diet and they've got no idea about what they should be eating. They're eating zero protein. They've taken red meat out of their diet that's highly nutritious. It's highly nutritious. Yeah, you can argue the got. point, but it is. It's one yeah. of the most nutritious. So they drop all that nutrition and they start eating a vegan diet. And their vegan diet is, is basically brown foods. They're getting So where they were healthy by eating meat, they've dropped the meat and they've put themselves in a really poor, bad diet. Well, what would yeah, that poor, no bad nutrients. diet do? Up the chances of you getting cancer again. Yeah. Just simply having a poor diet will raise... It's yes. pro-cancer. A poor diet is pro-cancer in nature. So by dropping the meat, because they were told it, it can cause cancer, and going on a vegan diet, which in turn could cause... Increase the risk of causing cancer. Yeah. Because they've dropped the most nutritious thing they're eating. They're eating a, a terrible diet. It all falls down to the person. Just don't be extreme. Have a balanced diet. Don't go nuts and drop something, a food group completely. It's mm. all in balance. Don't have to, don't have loads of it, but then don't have like nothing of it. Just have a balanced diet. Yeah, and we'll do an alcohol one, but a small amount of alcohol is absolutely fine. Too much will kill you. Um, and I think this is really, we've hit a nice little subject here. And I hope you can understand that. You know, the ve- I love that little vegan point I made. Yeah. You know, drop meat, which is highly nutritious, go on a vegan diet, have a terrible diet, you've just increased your chance of cancer. Mm-hmm. So red meat's not as bad after all as we're saying. No. So hopefully you've got the point from that. But generally, uh, you know, red meat, a small amount, is not bad for you. Overconsuming, yeah, it could be bad for you. Overconsuming. What happens if you drink too much water? You drown. <laughs> exactly. Too much of anything can kill you. Exactly. That's life. There you go. All right then, Dad. It's been a pleasure. That's going to be it for the Mythbusters today. That was, do you know what? I really enjoyed that, mate. We've got so many more myths we can do. Um, so if you enjoyed... Why I like busting myths is simple stuff. We are very much... We don't get try and get too complicated. Cade and I study the research and we try to simplify it. We're simplifiers of the information and I think busting myths is great because you know people think red meat's bad for you as such and then hopefully we've busted that and you can see simply oh that makes sense yeah so we like to simplify things so if you want any more myths I think that's we can do them again so let's know if you like some more myth busting yeah, and I enjoyed so, that so important to do this because we're competing with a market where it's built on lies there's so much false information out there and our job is to find that information find the truth behind it and make it simple for everyone to understand because you read so much nonsense online and we've got to try and fix that so if you want to hear Mythbusters 2 let us know <laughs> we'll, or any other subjects any, let us know you subjects. want us to discuss let us know and we'll discuss them um, but yeah no it's good we should definitely do some more Mythbusters we've got so many complex things we can get involved in but I, I like simplistic conversations we deal with if, every day if somebody takes one seed from this conversation and it grows something beautiful then we're doing our job in a simple podcast so um yeah definitely any more myth busters be more than happy to do that just before we go let's just take a little selfie for the for instagram right say cheese everyone cheese perfect all right guys have a lovely rest of your day and uh tune in with us again see you soon bye-bye